Welcome everybody back to Latino Free Minds. I'm Daniel. I'm with my co-host Danny. How you doing, Danny? Doing good. Doing good. Cool, cool. How's your week? It, it was good. It was good. Busy at work, but um, glad to be talking to you. For sure. For sure. Same here. Um, so something I wanted to say or mention at the top of the show, just to kind of, you know, brief little intro. Just want to, once again, thank everyone for, for your support. Something that's very cool and we kind of weren't expecting right away, but, you know, our first two episodes had over 275,000 downloads. So we thought that was cool. So we appreciate the support. Like, like I said, we weren't expecting that high of a number right off the bat, but, you know, that's what, that's what we're seeing. And, and we appreciate that. And you know, like we said at the beginning, is we want to learn here, and then we want to have conversations that will hopefully have you and others having these conversations as well, so we can all learn together, and and we're just trying to make a difference as much as we can with what we know, and we're just we're just really <clears throat> excited to be able to do this, and and hopefully you know, you continue to, to join in with us. Um, so as you guys have heard in the first two episodes, we've been talking about manipulation and how manipulation is used against us and how it's happening and the tools that uh, have been used for that manipulation. So, you know, the last episode we focused on schools and how it happens there. And in this next episode, this third episode that we're doing now, we want to focus on uh, some of these tools right here. It, it's going to be a few of them, but in a sense, they're all they all tie together somehow. Uh, it's television. So, you know, we're talking movies, series, TV shows, uh, sports, celebrities, athletes, musicians, the music there as well, and social media. So. Those tools right there are tools that can be used against us in our own home. So when we focused on on school, it was more, you know, somewhere that it can happen outside of your home while while your kid is or should be getting educated, right? Uh, the, these other tools here is what can happen at home if we're not paying attention and if we're not uh, focused on on what our kids are being exposed to. So <clears throat> what we want to do now is is uh keep the progression going. I think the next episode will cover more of politicians and news because that affects uh more young adults to adults. So we'll just kind of keep the progression going through through uh age, I guess you can say. Um so a lot of the key points that we discussed in the school will apply to, to these scenarios. And as parents, as we were talking about in the last episode is we have to have control and control of what our kids are exposed to. And, um, you know, in a sense, we know that we can't shelter our kids, you know, forever, but at the same time, it's our responsibility, especially with certain topics as parents to, to cover those with our kids when the time is appropriate. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and the same applies um, when we were talking about this in the other episodes is that in school they start uh, early. So if, you know, one of the things that we noticed, uh, my wife and I, is that when the kids were little and they were watching cartoons, um, we saw the difference in the attitudes in the, conter- uh, the cartoons when we were younger. Um, the, the way that these cartoon characters talk to each other it is really rude. Mm-hmm. Um, the tone that they use is aggressive and it's rude. And it's not like, it's like not good natured. It's giving them a, a bad example, if you will, in the way that they communicate with each other. And that's something that we noticed right off the bat when the kids were little. And we made a conscious effort to not allow them to watch those, you know, specific cartoons and stuff like that. So it does make sense that um, when we look at kids outside of our home, whether it's, you know, if we're at the bowling alley or at the store or something like that, uh, they're not as polite as they used to be. And I'm speculating now. I'm just kind of like putting mm-hmm. pieces together and trying to connect dots. But it, to me, it makes sense, you know, in a way where what they see young, and if we don't pay attention to it and make a change um, as a parent, you know, we allow them to see those examples. So that's, I, I kind of correlated. Uh, to that with the way that kids are these days yeah no that that makes a lot of sense because you know as a parent having young kids right now is yeah if you see some cartoons the way they talk even the the words they say or how they say things you know it's it's real it's inappropriate for for kids that age right you don't want kids to be telling anybody hey you're stupid but you hear that on the cartoon right so it it is a different you know that was back then when your kids were younger and now mine so it's like it it, there's some things it's it's gotten worse for sure so we try to you know keep control of what what they're watching because yeah we don't want them exposed to that because if they see a uh a cartoon or something or a character that's being rude and maybe they think it's funny and then you know maybe without them knowing it they start being rude because in their mind it's somehow funny uh you know we don't want that happening so yeah. you know and, and it's kind of it's tougher nowadays because there's more access with the technological advances that we have you know today versus back then there, there's way more access to entertainment, right? Uh, you can use all kinds of streaming networks or streaming platforms to get entertainment. And it's just, like, again, it's just easy. You know, most of yeah. us, when we we're growing it's convenient. up, yeah, it's convenient. Most of us, when we we're growing up, it's like if you didn't have cable, you just had a TV with an antenna and you got maybe like six or seven channels. And, yeah. you know, you probably watch. You, you probably did the same thing, cartoons like Saturday morning and, you know, you'd watch Looney Tunes or something like that. But, yeah, you know, now it's like you can, you know, whatever you want to watch and pretty much get it at your fingertips. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then since it's like from one video to the next, 
you might start them off watching something that uh, is okay with you. And then, you know, two, two shows later, it'll be something completely different. Um, one of the things that I did not too long ago is our grandson was watching, uh, I thought he was watching a monster truck, uh, video. So, and I was, uh, making breakfast and stuff like that while he was on his high chair and stuff like that. So I turned around and then I turned back around and my wife goes, what are you letting them watch? <laughs> and it was like monster trucks crashing, you know, going into flames and stuff like that. And it just turned like real violent real quick. And it just goes to show you that, you know, you don't pay attention for a little bit. And then, you know, the next thing you know, they're watching something completely different. So mm -hmm. that convenience is, is, is a good thing for sure, mm -hmm. but it's a bad thing at the same time, you know? No. Yeah. And that, that is a good point that, yeah, if you're not paying attention and you could start them off. You know, you're watching a video about colors and ABCs. Next thing you know, you, you hear a different sound a few minutes later. Like, wait, wait, wait what was that? And yeah. Yeah, it, it's happened. But, you know, we're we're seeing that a lot of the, the kids shows or, or things that are meant for kids now uh, definitely have some agendas, right, that go beyond entertainment. What we were mm -hmm. talking about last time is specifically, like, we want to stick with cartoons, talk about kids cartoons right now um cartoons are are make-believe characters you know it's not it's not real world um it it should just be innocent fun whatever you know the little characters going through in that little episode should be innocent fun but what we're seeing now is a lot of them a lot of the cartoons now have certain agendas so they have real world agendas in you know make-believe characters you know programming mm -hmm. and and sometimes like we said before the agenda is subtle where you might not notice it or you know maybe not think much of it but at the end of the day it, it does end up planting seeds right and sometimes the agenda is in your face so you know I, I notice sometimes when when we go to watch something or you know you try to watch something that you haven't watched before and you want to watch it as a family. Nowadays, it's a little, it's a little. What do you call it? Risky. Yeah, it's a little risky because you you just don't know what's gonna pop up, right? You know, and most of the time, those sort of things pop up unexpectedly. It's yeah. not you know, in certain in some scenarios, it's advertised as this is what we're doing with this movie or this show, and then a lot of times they don't say. They don't advertise that part, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, just there's a scene there that it's like, well, I didn't really want to, you know, go into this right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And right now, you said um, programs, and someone brought this up to my attention a while ago. Is that the reason that they call it a uh, television programming is because that's what they're doing? Mm -hmm. uh, they're putting something in front of you, programming you. So just something interesting that I had heard in the past that made quite a bit of sense, but, you know, it might have a completely different meaning, but it, you know, um, it's kind of weird, the word choice there, you know, TV yeah. programming, but, um, and going back to what you just said right now about messages being subtle and, um, or right in your face, 
in my opinion, growing up uh, watching TV, uh, the messages were a little, well, a lot more subtle in the past. Mm-hmm. You, you know, um, for the most part, you know, those characters in cartoons, TV, TV shows, TV series and stuff like that. Um, the message wasn't so much out in your face. And a good example of of that right now is with the whole Balenciaga thing going on mm-hmm. is that, you know, they got caught, you know, in a photo shoot. Um, uh, merchandising, you know, with the BDSM messages and the court documents for pedophile cases and stuff like that, mm-hmm. is that those are the, I, I guess, to me, those are like right in your face because they're in those photographs, you know, and everybody sees them. Mm-hmm. And in the past, I don't think, you know, they, uh, uh, labels, you know, fashion labels and stuff like that would actually try to get away with, you know, putting that right in your face, Mm -hmm. but you can kind of see what they're trying to do right now. And of course, you know, they got called out on it and, um, people started doing a little bit of research on the past, uh, advertisements that they had done before. And they, you know, they've been finding a bunch of stuff uh, that they've been putting in those messages too, and those photographs and those uh, design, those set designs and stuff like that. So, you know, they're not out of the hot water uh, anymore. And because they're not so subtle, parents, you know, they're pretty upset about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're they're not letting this one go. Uh, you know, they were trying to sue the set designer for I think it was like 24 million or something like that, trying to say that they didn't know about it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what this uh, set designer was doing. But they ended up dropping the lawsuit because, in my opinion, they couldn't defend all the other past, uh, you know, set designs that they have used because they, they've been finding the same thing. So this has been going on for a minute, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing, too. It's like, like you said, it, it was, in a sense, it was in our face, but it was subtle too. So where where people <laughs> didn't didn't look for it, right? But once once that really that that whole thing with the what was it the BDSM teddy bear, right? And the kid, and then once they start looking at all the other props that are laid out in that in that uh, setup right there for that picture, mm-hmm. you really start to see what they have in there, and you start questioning like okay yeah like you said why is the paperwork for this specific court case here has to do with pedophilia and it's a kid photo shoot like you start questioning things like that and and seeing it and yeah they definitely can't they can't get away from it now because it's there they've been they've been planning those things there so i i'm guessing they wanted someone to find that right i mean why would you continue or they just thought wow nobody's can't believe nobody's noticing. I, you know what I mean? It. I think it's, it's almost. Uh, it's almost like. A, like an insider uh, group, inside joke, if you will. Yeah. Um, because they they all know it. They all see it. Like if you're part of that group and you see those pictures out there. Um, you'll, you'll pick up on it and you'll know, and you know, they probably tell them like, watch, 
wait until you see what we just did right now. And then, you know, they'll be able to see, you know, all the little secret messages that they have in there. Mm -hmm. And one of the things about today's technology is that we, we can use it against them. I mean, we're using it against them right now, you know, video, you know, doing this podcast Mm -hmm. and, you know, talking about it and making it public. So that's exactly what people do now is that if they see something that they don't like or, you know, that they know that it is wrong, they'll say something about it. They'll put it out there. They'll put it out in their social media and won't let it go. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I noticed with this specific topic is that when you start, and I've told this to my wife before, is that people will tolerate so so much, but when you start messing with uh, people's kids and money to, you know, where it really affects them, mm-hmm. I think those are the, like, those, that's the the sand in the line. That's the red line, yeah. if you will, yeah. that, you know, they'll stand up and say something about it and actually start voicing their opinions a lot more than just sitting back and taking it. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, because, you know, like we had said before, right, and everybody knows this, is, is, you know, your kids are the future, so when you see things like that, that, you know, affect kids, or, or in a sense, could affect kids negatively, yeah, you gotta, you gotta stand up, because, you know, we don't want certain things to get normalized, you know, and, and, and especially when we're talking about this, this specific case and, and, you know, what they were doing in those pictures and what they had in that setup. It's a lot of, you know, a lot of weird things that a lot of sick things that mm-hmm. shouldn't be near kids or shouldn't be, how could I put it, associated with kids, right? So, yeah. well, you're taking away their innocence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And once, once someone's innocence is taken away, that's it. You can't give it back. Yeah. And, and again, it's kind of repeating, but we've said before, it's like, we're dealing with people that don't have any morals or any values. So a lot of the stuff too is, is, you know, really satanic, real demonic. And, and I think too, that, you know, people try to cover that as, oh, you know, just trying to be fashion and, and trying to be, you know, set trends or something. I I don't know what they want to call it, but it is it's some real demonic stuff that that shouldn't be associated with kids and like you said if we notice it and we see it happening it's like yeah we got to speak up about it and we got to you know there's that line in the sand that we have to make sure that right they can't cross this line and for everybody regardless of your i would say regardless of your political beliefs or or, or whatnot there's certain things where it's like when it comes to kids you know, it's a big no-no on on all sides. That that yeah, shouldn't be no go zone. Yeah, that shouldn't be yeah. anything that divides. It should be something that unites everybody and goes, "Nah, you guys cross this line. No, no way." Um, yeah. And and you know the the Balenciaga thing is is one of those things where celebrities kind of have their influence there because these brands use celebrities to send their agenda and to send yeah. their message out 
And part of this conversation, too, is what celebrities do as well to help push agendas and 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 get certain dances out. So, you know, so it is kind of it is tied into what we're talking about. And, and in this sense of this case, it, they use kids by a brand that uses major. Well, if you want to call them major or whatever people might think of them as influential celebrities mm-hmm. to to push their their marketing right so yeah. and now it's like this thing happens and, and celebrities distance themselves and a lot of the times it's not even a genuine distancing it's just like oh man i don't want to lose out on something i can't you know i can't be associated with them now but again when you've seen things from the past it's like well that's all been there and you know it was you you were okay with it because they weren't in trouble kind of thing if that makes sense yeah but the problem with this one is this is that if if someone says something about um i don't know firearms or something like that right Mm -hmm. yeah it's a it's an uproar. All the celebrities, all the A list, B list, C list, D list yeah. celebrities go out there and they denounce it, and uh, they're completely against it. And they don't wait an hour yeah. before they you know go tweet it out or put it on Instagram or wherever the heck they want to go to social media and voice their opinion. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you can count in your hand how many of these celebrities have denounced. Balenciaga, after all of this has come out, maybe they said that they, they're going to think about distancing themselves, but there hasn't been an uproar. Yeah. So it kind of lets you know what type of control uh, they're under or maybe what they're into. Mm-hmm. You know, so you should be questioning yourself. And if you're going to be supporting them by wearing their clothing, you know, the clothing line mm-hmm. or listening to their music. Or going and seeing their uh, movies, or watching their TV shows. Yeah. So, you know, are we supporting these people that have uh, sick ideas? Uh, you know, with pedophiles. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we we have to think about that. And then the other thing too is that it just shows you how everything is connected. I use the example of. Um, uh, when okay, so when you go into a supermarket, mm-hmm. we're given the illusion that we have options because we'll go down the uh, down an aisle, and then if we want to go buy some bacon, we'll see five different brands mm-hmm. of bacon, right? Mm-hmm. So we're given the illusion that we have five different options of bacon, and then we start looking at two of the brands and they happen to be owned by the same company. We look at the other two or three brands and they're owned by a different company. But then you start following the pyramid of who owns those companies. And at the top, it's the same company and it's the same, excuse me, the same group of people that own all of the companies. So we're given the illusion. So that's just a small example with that. But it goes from industry to industry too. The people that have their hands in the uh, fashion industry also might be, you know, uh, tied with politicians. Mm-hmm. And you've heard so many stories where their brother-in-laws or sisters or cousins and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. 
So it's all interwoven mm-hmm. and it and it just shows um how connected everything is. No, yeah, and then and that's a good point because especially in um you know, kind of what you're talking about, that chain, especially in media, right? A lot of a lot of channels that you watch are owned by the same media company. So you might think you're watching you know, you, you have a list of different channels, but at the end of the day, there's, I believe, you know, three or four major media companies that pretty much run everything. So whatever, kind of to what you're saying, what, you know, whatever agenda they're on, it's like, you don't have the option to to switch to something else because, well, they're owned by the same people. And, and that's how it is in, in media, social media. Um, and just to kind of what you were saying about, you know, celebrities and, and how none of them have really come out and, yeah, denounced what's happened with Balenciaga, right? And as soon as they see something that they might deem controversial or or some sort of incident where, like you said, they don't wait for, for the evidence to come out or all the facts to come out, you know, what I think is the reason you see that reaction first is because they're just uh virtue signaling right virtue signaling can get them when it comes to these big corporations it'll get them noticed more which i think it gets them the opportunity to get more opportunities to make money right so if they react to a shooting or if they react to you know an incident that occurred right away all these major corporations see, okay, this guy's pushing the the agenda we're on. So I think that provides them opportunities. I think that's why some of them react. If I'm being, you know, be honest, I think it's, it's driven by money. Um, you know, and denouncing Balenciaga, there's no, there's no gain, personal gain in that. Like, as far as monetarily, I think money has a lot to do with it. So I, I think that's why you kind of see those reactions for those kind of things, but not the things they should be, you know, they, they should be saying, speaking up about, you, you just don't hear it. And, and that, yeah. that's my little, you know, my theory or my opinion on, I think, I think it's motivated by the potential to make money. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it could be one of those things where if they're tied with them, like I was saying, then that's the reason why they do it. And then to your point, if they want to be tied to them and gain financial opportunities, then that's the part where, you know, you're talking about where they would go in and try to take advantage of the situation and jump into bed with them, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, that way. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's tough because, there's rumors and uh, I guess conspiracy theories about you know the news networks having their 4 a.m. talking points. I don't know if you've heard mm-hmm. that before, but mm-hmm. um, they have some pretty neat um, YouTube clips where, let's say, some you know a shooting happens or some sort of uh, abuse happens, you know, with the police or something like that, and uh, they splice together. Uh, sound bites of news anchors from across the country, 
uh, with the, with the same line, and it's almost a lot of the times it's like word for word, mm-hmm. you know what they're saying on one side of the country and what they're saying on the other side of the country, and what they're the the conspiracy theory is that these net news networks around four a.m. get you know the script yes. of what they're going to be pushing for that day or for the you know next couple of days or whatever the case may be but it's funny because if you watch these uh clips where they've spliced them together it's not one or two it's it's hundreds Mm -hmm. it's hundreds of news anchors that are literally saying the same scripted lines word for word Mm -hmm. and when i say word for word i'm saying i I mean like word for word verbatim exactly so you know, it's one of those things where you can think that it's just coincidence, but there's a certain point where, you know, mathematically impossible just to be coincidence, you know, when it happens and, as much as it does happen. Yeah. And I think, though, that proves the point that we were talking about, you know, when you get the example of the going to the store and buying bacon, right? And and it's all the same brand. Well, that right there is a it's a literal example of what we're talking about especially with news, because that just shows you that whatever the parent company is, send that out. And now you have all these news stations reporting the exact same thing word for word. So like if you if you find those on YouTube, it's it's proving the point that you might think, oh, I'm gonna watch this channel or this channel or this channel. And at the end of the day, they have the same talking points because Kansas is they're owned by the same parent company. So, you know, that's kind of an example that that proves what we're what we're talking about as far as that that chain and how they're all linked together. And so, well, you know, here's the other thing, too, is that you've brought up the point that, um, you know, Latinos like us growing up watching Univision uh, Telemundo and in uh, Televisión Azteca, I think it is. Yeah, I think that's the third one, yeah. Yeah, it is that it's the same thing with them too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we're, we're being fed the same scripted lines that they're getting fed uh, in the English networks. Mm-hmm. And what I find comical, I'll say that I find comical, is that I can go ask my aunts and uncles, my tios, my tias, and ask them, hey, do you? Do you think that the Mexican government is corrupt? And before I'm asking, before I'm done asking the question, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 uh huh, yeah. Si, 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 si es corrupto, todo eso. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we see all these things as Latinos here in the United States, is I'll ask the same question Do you think the United States government is corrupt? And oh, no, 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 no puede ser. And is it, why is it that it, you know they know and feel and believe that um, the Mexican government is corrupt, but it's not possible for the American government to be corrupt? Mm-hmm. Is because they do a good job hiding it and putting all these different, uh, you know, systems of manipulation in place yeah. where we we just believe it hook line and sinker you know mm-hmm. yeah and 
and you know we were talking about uh Univision and them it's like if they get all their info from there is is those those major those three major you know spanish channels all lean in one direction you know they all lean to to the left and the programming that people that only speak spanish for example everything that they are exposed to for as far as entertainment news sports whatever is on on those channels so they're just exposed to an agenda that you know maybe yeah it doesn't have them believing that that this country could be you know or the government could be corrupt at all you know because it's it's also one of those things where where what was going to say it's one of those things where the the amount of opportunity that you do have in this country it it might make it, make it seem like okay yeah this this government isn't corrupt because you know the, the American dream. You come here, and you can mm-hmm. work and 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 make money and make a better life, right? Um, yeah. So, I think that's also part of the reason they might not feel that it could be corrupt because of the the amount of opportunity here. And but it's hard for them to ever come to that realization because where they get their news source from, for example, it isn't going to report any of that. They only do report yeah. though. Things that, again, lean to the left, that have Latinos or Spanish speakers that aren't, you know, to and that that aren't. How could I put it? Aren't getting a different side, then then they get manipulated. Mm-hmm. They they get shown yeah. things that that have them tugging on their their emotions or their pride, you know, because. Everyone's prideful to be Mexican American or Mexican or wherever they're from, right? And yeah. and what the news has done, and and even entertainment, the shows you watch, the entertainment news that they might have, um, they all lean one way. And one thing that you know, the other day I was thinking, it's like, well, how can I put this in Spanish, right? So the 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 best way I could say it in, in Spanish is how 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 these whatever it is media politicians whoever manipulates them is this is <clears throat> si alguien controla tus emociones controla tus decisiones that's good so basically what i just said if you don't speak spanish is if someone controls your emotions they control your decisions because you know, as far as the media, especially in Spanish, that's what they're good at. I've noticed from when I've watched is how they lean to one side and they they choose topics that get people upset, riled up. I think you had said that a few minutes ago. Things that rile people up and get people, you know, upset and moving. The The Spanish media channels definitely have mastered that. Oh, yeah. Excuse me, I had a cough. No, but um, that's exactly what they do. They pull at the heartstrings, mm-hmm. and uh, when you get so emotional, you're you're not making smart, um, mindful decisions. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you're not thinking clearly. You're just going based off emotion. 
you know, mm -hmm. and they have the power to do that with editing videos and doing all, all these other type of stuff because what people don't know is that these news networks, they're constantly getting sued mm -hmm. for defamation, for altering uh, video, audio, and all kinds of information like that. Mm -hmm. and, and they get sued and uh, they have to pay out because they lose. But guess what? Their apology is buried behind, you know, on the last page of the newspaper, mm -hmm. or they might have a little, you know, snippet at the end when no, no one's watching the show anymore. Mm -hmm. And they'll retract, you know, um, their prior position or, you know, whatever they they ran at, at that moment that they they have to yeah, call back. And, and the headline did all the damage already. Yeah. And the the, the worst part about it is this is that so they lie they get busted they retract it very quietly but everybody but everybody else keeps repeating that same line mm -hmm. everybody else keeps repeating that same line <coughs> excuse me so then you'll hear a politician regurgitating the the falsehood that was said or shown on tv and they continue doing the damage with it. I've seen this happen many times before. Yeah. And it, and they don't care that it's happening. You know, these networks, they can't be making that much money with their, you know, as much that this fake news that no one's really watching anymore, their ratings are going down and stuff like that. But that's what they're there for now. Mm -hmm. They're not there, you know, to introduce the truth and, um, you know, keep the people informed or keep the government true. Mm -hmm. You know, before it was meant that journalists, you know, held everybody accountable for, you know, their truths or their lies or, you know, decisions that they were making if it's, if it's a government or a politician or something like that. But the, now they're in their pockets. They're working for them. Yeah. Every, you know, so every, they're out there just serving the agenda. Yeah. Every journalist now just kind of has their biases out in the open. And you can tell. And and it's funny too because sometimes they'll they'll be adamant, you know. I'm not being biased. I'm just, you know, reporting the truth. And it's like you're you're not. We can see that you're not. Um, and you know, like they don't they don't care. It just happens, right? And then to kind of tie this back into the to the celebrities too is they share a lot of those articles too because they you know they read them or whatever like i said the headline does all the damage right so yeah. they see the headline boom let's share this and then so then celebrities are used to manipulate or push that manipulation to however you know certain celebrities have millions of followers hundreds of thousands of people whatever it is it, it's a lot of people that they have access to you know within a quick little share or a quick little statement that they put out and and, you know, unfortunately, you know, they do influence people. You know, they, yeah. they shouldn't be like like we've said these past few episodes is when it comes to influence, you know, as a parent, you should be the biggest influence, not a celebrity, not an athlete, none of that. And yeah. unfortunately, though, they do influence young people, uh, young adults. And, you know, whether whether they're pushing something that, for example, pro-abortion 
they can code it as, oh, it's women's health, you know, women's rights, whatever they want to word it as, whatever deceiving words they want to put to it, it gets thrown out there, right? Like you were, I think you had mentioned something about if they're anti-gun, if they can put it out there because, you know, so and so, whatever excuse they give for it, but it is since they have influence manipulative because a lot of those times they're they don't wait when it comes to to you know news events or things that happen yeah they don't wait for all the facts to come in it's just reactionary and when people react it's it's just boom you you set you set a fire to to you know whoever you're influencing and then those people are upset and then they're sharing it so it just kind of just spreads and spreads and spreads and and celebrities in in my celebrities and athletes in in my mind help push a lot of that manipulation just easily through social media that's that's how you know that's how i was saying they're all in a sense tied in together because all three avenues right whether it's oh four tv music the celebrities athletes themselves and social media is they're they're all tied together because they all use each other to spread their their messages and a lot of the yeah. times that those messages aren't 100 percent factual well that's the thing is it goes back to what i just said about the news networks is that they'll throw the story out there um it's either been manipulated edited or you know what, what whatever it is that they do to sway people pull at people's heartstrings right mm-hmm. and someone i don't know um what situation had happened or what incident had happened but someone asked me what i thought about it and it was it, it was fresh it just happened in the last couple of days mm-hmm. from them asking me what i felt or what i thought and i said i don't know let's wait until you know, the facts come out, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where if I react without having, you know, all the information available to me, I'm just having an emotional reaction to what someone said and that's it. But as most stories go, is that days go by, a week goes by, two weeks goes by is, Oh, by the way, this is an important piece of information, mm-hmm. you know, that happened at that day and it completely changes the whole situation. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so there's stories where, you know, someone um, was arrested and it, it turns out that the person that they were arresting had a criminal background and, you know, and, you know a long history mm-hmm. uh, with the law. And, um, you know, and they were probably doing something wrong at the moment, too. And those were all important details that would, had left had been left out mm-hmm. and how convenient, you know. Yeah. It's like we said earlier, the when the story first went out, the damages has been done. The, you know, the big fuss has already been uh, done and it's out there yep. and it's already done the damage. Yeah. And one of the, one of the events that I could think of recently, well, there's two. So this first one kind of goes into what we were talking about is I forget where exactly it was, but I don't know if you remember when there was a cop that shot a black girl and and everybody was kind of up in arms about it, especially celebrities, right? I think, I think as soon as that video dropped or that news broke, I think LeBron James tweeted about 
the cop being a white supremacist or something like that along those lines and without knowing you know just reacting to it but again he's a he's an athlete with a lot of influence unfortunately and what people didn't get right off the bat is the cop had to shoot her because she had a knife and she was chasing down another black girl so it it's like is the cop just supposed to let that girl stab the other one or is he supposed to take action right but those facts right there aren't aren't as soon as it happens they're not out there like you're saying right and then this guy over here puts his message out and all it does is stir up the pot makes everybody distrust you know the police even more and and it's just reactionary emotional without knowing what really happened or why the cop did what he did you know and then another another situation that happened that's well known where i feel like there was a lot of manipulation that that happened with celebrities and and athletes is when the george floyd incident happened oh yeah for sure that was one of those where you know obviously george floyd has had a a huge criminal history so you know he he was a drug user you know it, it's just a fact like you know, the police knew who they were dealing with when, you know, when they approach him. It's not not a somebody that hasn't had issues with the law before. It's someone they're, you know, they knew, basically. And and the thing with, with that was that gave rise to the Black Lives Matter movement, which to me, if you ask me, that's one of the biggest manipulations in recent history because they used words that that obviously you know to say black lives matter it's like yeah black lives matter so do brown lives white lives everybody matters right and and to use those words as as to name your organization was something to manipulate people or to make them feel guilty right or to make them well what it does it's it it almost says that the opposite of what that term means is like you know black lives matter they're they're basically saying that other people think that black lives don't matter Mm -hmm. you know yeah so when you use those type of words they're triggering words they're triggering emotions (laughs) and it manipulates because you can't you can't in a sense without dispute it, dispute it because, because it is true yeah exactly they do matter of course they matter yeah and that's <laughs> what i'm saying like that's why i believe even just just with the name it manipulated a lot of people and then you add that celebrity uh an athlete angle to it where now they start saying all this other stuff and you know black lives matter they 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 raised a lot of money on that on that incident uh when you know with george floyd and you know, I don't know who has or hasn't seen it, but Candace Owens did her documentary kind of related to the George Floyd incident, but she also went into the the taxes that BLM had had done. And, you know, the money that they collected through George Floyd for Black Lives Matter, a lot of that money did not go to the black community. That money when they bought themselves homes 
and most of that money got donated to trans organizations. So to me, it's like all, everybody, all the athletes that pushed it, celebrities, it's like none of that money has been used to help the black community, right? So to me, yeah. like that's one of the biggest scams and, and, and manipulations that that has happened. Yeah. Um, I saw the documentary, and if you haven't seen it, you should see it because classic manipulation, Mm -hmm. pulling at your heartstrings. And we were talking about this in the past, too, is that, you know, when we started talking about our conversations here, the first thing that came to mind is the word manipulation. And it's crazy because as we have been talking about this, you and I, Daniel, Mm I've I've heard so many other people use the word manipulation, um, whether it's celebrities or people um, that come up on on feeds, you know, on Instagram or mm-hmm. uh, YouTube and stuff like that. Is there's so many people talking about this manipulation, and it's awesome to see that so many people are identifying it and are talking about it. So. You know, the fact that we're talking about it and pointing it out and hopefully everybody is starting to see it, uh, that that's awesome, mm-hmm. you know. And one of the things that I would like to point out and you and I have talked about is if you look at schools, music, TV, movies, and sports, mm-hmm. where do all those lean? Schools lean to the left, mm-hmm. okay? Music, musicians lean to the left. Yeah. You watch TV series, they lean to the left. Mm-hmm. You watch movies, they lean to the left. You watch sports, they lean to the left. Yeah. All the commentary, the the athletes and stuff like that. And it's like, is it a coincidence? I don't... Excuse me. Is it a coincidence? Or is there a pattern there? These we've talked about it before. These these athletes, these movie stars, these musicians, they get signed. Mm-hmm. They get signed by people, and you know they they have to fall in line. They have to you know they're given yeah. instructions in order to get paid and stuff like that. And uh, they've got handlers. Everybody knows that. I've heard uh, musicians talking, uh, celebrities. Period. Whether it's a movie star. And they all say, oh, my handler, my handler. And it's like, it, it, it's not subtle anymore. It's like these people don't have an original thought anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you look at the patterns and you can see where all of this is coming from. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's one of the things kind of what you're talking about right now is, as an example is, is um, you know, recently with, with Kanye and his whole situations with getting dropped by brands and all that and dropped by labels is, you know, he's been saying that too, that it's like, well, everyone has a contract and you have to stay in line to keep that contract. And if you're staying in line, that means you're getting paid. So yeah, a lot of these artists, celebrities or whatnot, they are controlled by the contract that they're signed under. Yeah. So these are the people that influence us or influence our kids. And we really have to think about if we want 
to allow that. We talk about the convenience of, you know, the tablets, iPhones and and stuff like that. And we we have to we have to make a change and make sure that we are the the biggest influence in our kids' lives. Mm-hmm. Um and and the only way that we're gonna be able to do that is by I hate to say this, but not be lazy mm-hmm. and allow that convenience factor to take over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, it, because, it, you know, we get, as parents, we all know we get busy, you know, we get home from work, maybe you're tired. So it is easier, you know, it's an easier route sometimes, but we can't make it the the habit right the everyday thing it, it's like we have to we have to be involved as much as possible and even though things like that are you know not to say that they're they're all bad it's just in a sense you have to have it you know have have some control to it or some limits to it because what what's out there what you can get exposed to your kids your family can get exposed to is is not something that is going to be beneficial to them. And, you know, it's not going to help set them up too for, for, you know, different situations. Like I think we're talking about, you know, sometimes when, when you go to the restaurant, you know, you give your kids phone to keep them calm or, or, you know, for them not to be disruptive. It's like, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not benefiting them because they should be learning how to be, uh, you know, respectful and, and just, how could I put it? Just, just be, uh, behave right while you're in in public, kind of thing. Well, yeah, it, it goes back to the parents being that influence. Is like the the parents' job is to teach the kids how to behave in those type of situations, in those scenarios, right? And if we just give them the phone or give them the tablet, we're not doing our job as parents. Mm-hmm. We're giving into that convenience here. Here's the phone. Be quiet. You know, yeah. behave, type of thing. And there are things that we can do. For example, you know, we, before we go into the restaurant or something like that, we look at the kids and tell them, "Look, we're leaving the we're leaving the phones in the car. We're not going to take them inside." Mm-hmm. Making little adjustments like that, where they know that they're not going to be able to get that phone or that tablet. We can totally make that. I mean, we're 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 all smart. We mm-hmm. we just have to be conscious of what we need to do, yeah, in order to do it, yeah. Period, and make a plan for it. We can totally do that, mm-hmm. and that could be one of those instances where you know that you could take advantage of and and have you know conversations with your family and yeah. spend time with each other, whether it's you know talking about your kids' day at school or or your day at work or whatever it is it gives you that opportunity right instead of just turning to something that's a little bit more easier to you know it's an easy fix here take the phone yeah um you know it it, like i said before it's not it's not going to be beneficial in the long run and you know part part of the part of the problem you know with kind of with these topics we're talking about is you know a lot of the a lot of the times these things are used because like I had mentioned before, like you kind of want to, you want to do these things with your family. You want to spend time with your family. Right. 
you want to watch a movie and you know be entertained kick back with the family you want to watch sports and again just sports whatever entertainment you just want to relax right people people want to use that time sometimes as a family to just chill it's know? unity it's to be yeah. united and spend time together mm-hmm. but that's that's the that's the big part is that this technology and tv music <laughs> excuse me sports it's good entertainment it's it's there's nothing wrong with it mm-hmm. we're not trying to say that there's anything wrong with it what we're saying is that it's been in a, a, for lack of a better term infiltrated yeah. it, you know, by these people these corporations these politicians it's just been infiltrated instead of being that good wholesome fun mm-hmm. it's it's negative it causes division mm-hmm. look at sports i used to watch uh, uh football basketball i was really into it i mean we went, we would go to games together yeah. you know yeah. i would take my kids and stuff like that and go tailgating at uh football games and stuff like that it was awesome and then all of a sudden it just starts getting hyperbolic, you know, with uh, politics. It's, mm-hmm. you know, um, to the point where, you know, we all know about Colin Kaepernick and the whole kneeling situation. Mm-hmm. It pits teammates against teammates and stuff like that. And you could see it out on the football field. Yeah. It was yeah. affecting the game. Yeah. That's when I said, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. And same thing with, with uh, basketball. So instead of uniting people, it's dividing people. Now it's a it's a tool um, to divide people. Yeah, now you start having political debates, whether you agree on whether they're kneeling or not, and this or that. Then you start debating about police brutality and what you know, like just all this stuff that it's like, like you're saying, right? That's that's not why I'm watching this, you know. I'm I'm watching this because it's a sport, right? The game, the game I like to watch, and and it's entertaining. You know, it, it's exciting. But if you're there in person, it's even more exciting to see it, you know, live in person. Yeah. But the like you said, they've gotten so infiltrated with these agendas that it, it makes it really, you know, like like in your case, right? You don't watch it anymore. It just makes it hard to watch too. Cause it's yeah. always in your face, you know, especially now, if you watch a football game right now, you'll see, I think on the end zones, they have end racism or something like that. Right. And it's like, you know, it, it's to me, it's, it's nonstop. Man. Yeah, it's, it's, non-stop, non-stop. it's unnecessary. I mean, you know, again, it's not yeah. the appropriate spot for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're losing tons of money. Um, there's so many people that have stopped attending games, watching games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're losing a lot of money. They know it. They're addicted to pushing their message. And they're not going to stop until they completely fail and go bankrupt. And that's what we have to do. We have to, we have to show them our power with our pocketbook. Mm-hmm. You know, if, that's why with these celebrities, they're, have these agendas that are evil we we need to stop supporting them make them you know hurt in their pocketbook and then we will get the change that we want 
you know, people don't agree with this. Mm -hmm. I, I bet you, you ask 10 people if they want to see politics in their sports, movies, uh, television shows, music, they're going to tell you, hell no. Yeah. I'll listen to politics if I want to hear politicians. Yeah. Yeah. No? Yeah, for sure. And then another thing that, I, <coughs> excuse me, that I noticed is that before, as far as politics goes, people were a little bit more understanding about other people's positions, mm -hmm. you know, and they, and they understood that it was okay to have different opinions and feelings about certain positions. Mm -hmm. But now with the way people react in social media news and all this, everything that we're talking about, the way that they react has family members not being understanding of other family members. Mm -hmm you know, difference in opinions. Now it's like, you know what? I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Yeah. As opposed to before they respected everybody's individual uh, thoughts and decisions and opinions. Yeah. And, and like we said, right, that they've accomplished their goal in, in dividing the family. Because yeah. yeah, if you have, if you have family members that won't even talk to you because, you know, maybe you think differently or you don't agree with certain things. It's like, yeah, before it should, it would have been no problem. But now it's like, it can, it ends, it, it ends relationships with family, friends or whatnot. And it's pretty, it's pretty dumb that it's gotten to this point. But, you know, that's kind of where we are. And that's kind of what we, we, you know, want to, in a sense, help stop. Because point it out too. Point it out. And, and like we were saying, or like we've been saying is, it's all right to have conversations. And because if you do have these conversations as adults, you know, as friends, as brother, sister, whatever, you get a better understanding of each other. And even if you don't agree after the fact, at least you can see, okay, this is where you're coming from. This is where I'm coming from, you know, and you might find some spots where, yeah, you probably do agree more than not. But if you don't have conversations, you're just going to let the outside world uh, manipulate and divide. Yeah, 100%. And one other thing, too, is if, you, if you're listening to this and you have doubts that there is an agenda out there and we're kind of just paranoid or what, whatever you may think, <laughs> think about this. Think about this. And I pointed it out before, is that when Passion of the Christ and that um, the Jesus series came out on a network, mm -hmm. it had record-breaking numbers as far as, you know, um, um, people that were watching it or the amount of money that it made. So if they're so successful and you have all these business people in TV and in the movie-making industry, don't you think that they would make more movies about that? Don't you think that they would make more TV series about that in order to cash in and make money on it? Yeah, if they were, yeah, if they're in the business of making money, yeah. So now, ask yourself why there's so many horror movies out there. Why are there so many demonic TV series out there? Mm. I ain't watching those things. Uh, you know, I would start watching an episode of um, 
um, what's that uh, terror one that I was telling you about? Oh, the, uh, American Horror Story. American Horror Stories and stuff like that. As a matter of fact, that one of the someone in a YouTube video or something like that posted the ending of one of those uh, episodes, and it was a witch that was going to be burned at on the stake. Mm -hmm. And they asked her if she had any last words. And she said she screamed out Balenciaga. And I guess there's a meaning behind in life. Yeah, something like that. It depends on how you spell it, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so people started looking back in those things and they started seeing, you know, they started making connections on that. Mm -hmm. But my point is this, is that. Netflix is failing because no one is watching what they're putting out there. And if they're putting up, you know, these type of TV series, mm -hmm. why are they continuing to put out these series that are, you know, demonic or evil or however you want to interpret them and, and not making money? Yeah. They, they want to continue to put this in our faces and they don't care about whether they're making or losing money. No, and, and 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 just to kind of prove that point is, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, if you know the the Toy Story movies, those 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 animation movies were, you know, some of the most popular ones that, you know, Disney has made, Toy Story. And they redid or not they didn't redo it, but they made a movie about Buzz Lightyear, right? And in that one, there was supposed to be uh a LGBT character or something like that. So what happened? It didn't make money. They they lost money. Flopped. Flop. <laughs> um, you had that one movie with with the I forget that comedian's name where nobody went to watch it because it was an all gay cast with all gay scenes. And then you know his 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 excuse is because everybody's a bigot. It's like man, we don't we're that's not our you know a lot of people that's not their thing. They don't want to go watch that. It's not about being a big, it's just, I, I don't want to watch that. You know what I mean? They have, um, what else is it? Uh, I think Disney just put out a movie where they have the first like open, uh, teen gay character and like nobody watched it. So it's like just the kind of what you were talking about, the, the other side of it that kind of proves what you're saying is when they make those movies with these agendas and people know that these agendas are in there. People don't go watch it because they don't, they don't. We don't want to be force fed something. Yeah. You try to force feed someone something they don't want or they're full already. You, you can't make them eat it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not going to consume that. Yeah. We're not going to go out there. I'm sorry. You can call us whatever you want to call us, but. Yeah. And, and <laughs> the beauty of capitalism is that if it, if if you're trying to sell a pile of garbage, I don't have to buy. No it. one's gonna buy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean. And, and if if you have a good product, everybody's gonna want to buy it. Right. So let's get this straight. You don't have a good product. <laughs> but the the stupid part is, it. like you said, right? If they're in the business of making money and profiting, like why do they continue with these these? Thing, these shows, these movies, whatever that nobody's watching. It's like when when is it? You know, probably they don't care. I get obviously, right? They don't they don't care that they're losing money. Maybe they're in business for other reasons. And 
obviously. obviously right and you know it, it just it just makes zero sense to to continue to put out products that aren't getting any attention or aren't even getting you your your what you invested in it back yeah well check this out so i've shared this with you in the past and i've shared it with other people in the past i shared it with my wife so i growing up um, i really didn't listen to lyrics of music too much of course i listened to the lyrics but not in depth mm -hmm. if if something had a good beat you know i would listen to it because it, it, it had a good beat going to it and it sounded good in the car yeah so <laughs> yep. um one I, you know i'm a fan of uh rage against the machine in in the sense you know their music is good but then you start listening to some of the lyrics and one that caught my attention is this and i i'm gonna read the the line <clears throat> so this is this is the lyric right here i'm i'm deep inside your children they'll betray you in my name okay so i'm gonna say it again i'm deep inside your children they'll betray you in my name mm -hmm. so when i finally opened up my ears and i heard that and i'm a i got started young as a dad and I was like, wow, that is some um, like evil mm -hmm. genius thing to say or think or, you know, do because it's like, screw you. I can't, I can't get you to come over on my side or you're my enemy, but I'm going after your children mm -hmm. and then they're going to betray you in my name. Yeah. And that, and that we haven't really talked about it yet, but music, music is, is again with the lyrics if you're not paying attention to them they can really manipulate or plant seeds into whoever is listening to that music and you know the music today you know especially if you want to talk about like rap music or any just any music in general right music really influences the culture so yep how people want to live or what lifestyle they might think is cool. What's not cool. Um, you know, and, and a lot of the, for example, and especially in rap, you know, it's all about drugs, sex, healing, life. just, yeah. just the life that, you know, it is not in, in the music, I guess you could say they might make it sound glamorous to people, but it, if you listen to the lyrics, it's like there's nothing good about what's being said in these songs, right? And yeah. and just to kind of go back to the one you're talking about, it's like, yeah, if if you hear that as a parent, you go, okay, well, you know, <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm not listening to them. Neither is my kid, you know, especially my kid. So, yeah. but it, it's crazy because in a sense, you know, they're telling you there. We're we're gonna we're gonna manipulate your kid. Yep. Like how how else yep. you know how much how much clearer can that be that that's what they're telling you? It's not just me and you talking about it. Like that's an example of it in a song. Yeah. So 
you know, obviously in the context that they were saying it, they were saying it, you know, against the system or the people of the system, in other words, the government. But the message is still the same, is that nowadays, you know, um, they, people joke around and say that, you know, rage is um, with raging with the system <laughs> yeah. instead of against, you know, rage against the machine, but it's rage with the, the machine because of how their political stances seem to have changed, you know, over time. So now, if they had that mentality back then, in in that plan back then, well, if I'm against what they're saying, now they're implementing that plan against me type of thing. Mm -hmm. And that's the context that I wanted to bring it back into. But it's still crazy and it's deep. And, and you know, that's what the system wants to do. It, you know, it's manipulate our kids, turn our kids against us. Mm -hmm. we, and we can't allow that to happen. Yeah. You know, and there's there's a conspiracy theory about the whole rap industry that in the early 90s, there was like this crazy meeting with all these uh, music executives that had their hands in other businesses and the other businesses were um, uh, prisons, mm -hmm. you know, private prisons and making money, you know, making money off of that and profiting off of people being incar incarcerated. So the conspiracy theory goes that they gave a bunch of rappers, you know, contracts. And of course, in the contract, you know, they had to produce uh, albums. And I'm sure that in, in those albums, the lyrics were promoting violence mm -hmm. and things of that nature, thug life, if you will, mm -hmm. in, in their music. So that the young kids out there in bad situations, instead of making good decisions and to get out of a bad situation, they were, they were making the wrong decisions being influenced by those artists, mm -hmm. you know, with the thug life and ending up in those prisons. And guess what? The damn prisons are full. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that, that, that sounds very believable. You know what I mean? That, that more than likely was a goal and that's what hip-hop and rap has accomplished and it, i believe it it continues to do that right and and i think we were talking the other day and we were saying that for all these things whether it's tv you know kids entertainment or, or whatnot rap music or any music in general there are probably people out there that are better than what's out right now. there's better alternatives but they probably don't get the opportunity or they don't get that exposure because they're not moving or staying in line with those agendas that these big corporations that run all these sorts of entertainment are, are pushing themselves, right? So to me, that, that theory does make a lot of sense. And yeah, it has, that's exactly what it has accomplished. Yeah. I mean, I'll use myself an example is that growing up in the east side in San Jose, it's not the, you know, you're, you're, you're not being set up for success growing up in, in that area. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people growing up there, you know, they, their lives are a little, a, a 
a lot different from what mine ended up being. I'm not saying I have a great life or the best life or anything like that, but I think I've made good decisions and, you know, have made a good life for myself. And it, it's all about the choices that you make. Yeah. You know, and if I would have, you know, taken a route where it would have led me to violence or drugs or anything like that, hanging out with the wrong people, because believe me, I had an opportunity to hang out with the wrong people, mm -hmm. but I didn't, mm -hmm. you know? And it's one of those things where you can make those decisions. We're not saying that people don't have an option, you know, if they, if they're growing up in a bad part of a, a city or a neighborhood or something like that, that they're doomed mm -hmm. for failure, you know, we're saying the exact opposite. You can come out of that. Yeah. The only thing is that the examples that are being put out there, you know, whether it's everything that we're talking about, mm -hmm. music, movie, TV, it, it, it's not good. You know what they're putting out there. It's not positivity that they're putting out there for us. Mm -hmm. It's just, again, going back to it, it's a lot of things that just divide. There's a lot of just negativity, division, um, lack of morals, lack of values, just things that go against, as we were talking before, your, your, your values, right? Your morals with, with, you know, being responsible, uh, making responsible decisions, making informed decisions, um, you know, not putting yourself in a situation where, like you said, you could easily sometimes do things that will get you in, change the trajectory of your life you know, in a, in a negative way, you can make that decision, that bad decision easily. And everything that's out there right now is, I, I guess you could say it's kind of pushing you towards that or influencing you to want to do something that's negative because maybe in TV or in a movie or, or on a show or on a song, it sounded cool. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's just that the manipulation is all there. And as we, we have said is, and we repeat is that's why you got to be the biggest influence, you know, in your kid's life, the biggest influence in your whole family, you know, because as, as your kids get older, as they become adults too, you know, there, there might be instances where you still have to, as a parent, you know, stay involved and, and hopefully try to, you know, help guide your, your, your family in the right direction. Right. Because as we said before too, is we all want our families, our kids to, to be in the best situations possible. Um, and, and a lot of these, these avenues here that we've been talking about are really influential in a way where they're, they're pushing a lot of negativity that gets normalized with these celebrities or with these people or with these shows. And, and it's like, we have to, we have to not allow any of these things to be overly influential. Yeah. Yeah, um, coming up on hour and 20 minutes right here, but, you know, I've told you this before, based on that lyric, is that 
we know what we know what they're doing. They're trying to take our kids. They're trying to have them betray us in their name. But it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to be vigilant and make a conscious effort so that that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So we have to be committed to that. And that takes a lot of work, a lot of dedication, a lot of attention to our kids, families. So we we have to make that promise to ourselves that we're going to we're going to do that and not allow that to happen. I'm telling you one thing right now that is not happening in my household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hell no. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's that's well said. Like you said, you got to, you know, pay attention and put your foot down and, and exactly what you said, man, like. We can't allow that to happen and and just kind of knowing or talking about these these avenues and stuff like that. You know, maybe maybe people get to pay more attention to the programming. Right. The word again, it's a it's a good choice of words. Right. The programming that, you know, their kids are exposed to what they're exposed to, um, the music you're exposed to and and you know, paying attention to, to what's being said. And when you, when you hear or see something that, you know, gives you no benefit, let alone your children, you got to put your foot down and say, no, it's not going to happen here. Yep. That's good, man. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, the next episode we'll, we'll get into, more of the the politicians and and more into the news side of it um you know obviously with some stuff that's happened recently with the whole twitter files and all that and how politicians use social media uh we'll, we'll get into that one in the next one but you know again goes to goes to show right that on all these these topics that we've been talking about all these avenues all these tools that there is manipulation and if you don't see it or don't realize, you know, you need to know that it is there. And once you realize it, you got to do your best to not fall for it. Yeah. And see if you've been manipulated. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, no. cause it, ha- it happens, you know, I'll admit I'm pretty, they had me, they had me, they were manipulating me. I admit it. Oh, yeah. So, you mm-hmm. know, if it could happen to us, <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, well, I I think it was a good episode, a good conversation, and you know we'll we'll keep them coming. This this topic of manipulation is, like we said before, it's important and it's important conversations yeah. to have. And at the end of the day, we want you guys, everybody that's listening, to have these conversations with your family, and hopefully, as a family, you're all able to learn. We're all able to learn as we go and, and again, just try to make a difference and try to be influential and redefine what's important. Yep. All right. That's the <laughs> end game. Yep. End game. Sure. <laughs> all right, then, everybody. Well, we hope you enjoyed that one, and, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you.